Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily, and I have been using Bravo as an antidote to all of my problems for the last mm, 15 years. Needless to say, I'm an absolute mess. Tune in if you're interested in recaps, gossip, latest news, and overanalyzation of all our favorite Bravo shows. I also touch on other reality television and occasionally get into some scripted stuff. If you like what you hear, please rate me five stars stars, leave a nice review, and also, if you really love it, subscribe. Ah, that would be amazing. All right, guys, enjoy the show. (laughs) Pia and I are in the middle of discussing um, why, why we time makeup versus not makeup versus versus like working out versus not working out and it's all around when we'll have to remove makeup yeah it sure is because (laughs) um I text Pia before we record it because we've been um I've been sick and so I've been like girl I'm not going to use any video because I am just too sick and then today I text her to let her know like I am putting on mascara and concealer because you know you got to be a good friend you don't I'm not gonna be an asshole and just be like oh hey and I'm like what (laughs) <laughs> and so but when 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 we started recording, I see that Pia is rocking what we've been rocking, which are sunglasses and hats. And um, I decided to to, you know, to be an ally. And so I'm joining <laughs> I'm joining her in the sunglasses. But her reasoning was she's like, no, I have to take a shower still and I'm not about to put on makeup. Yeah. And to wash it off, wasting the product. But then yeah. we're also discussing how completely unsatisfying it is when we take the makeup off and how you need like two full days of two no full. makeup because, because you need to have two more washes of the yes. face to feel. And we're talking like a beat. We're talking like when you've put on like eyeshadow liner, yeah. like if I put on eyeliner, I need two full days of no makeup to feel clean. I absolutely agree. And for some reason I go into every day when I wear makeup, like just my everyday makeup, I'm like, I'm just going to put a little makeup on, you know, nothing, not full glam. Like, and then I start and it's the same makeup is a full glam. I'm like, how did this happen? Cause I'm like, Oh, I need a little concealer. And I'm like, let me just bake that a little bit. Brighten it up. Mm, eyeshadow. It is like, and then I'm like smoky, <laughs> like, but it's like neutral smoky. So it's just like, I'm like, so I've done a full face. <laughs> I keep doing the same exact thing. I'm like, like, I need to really figure out my like everyday makeup that makes me still feel uh-huh. great. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I, I had to stop myself. Like I purposely only gave myself 15 minutes to do my makeup because I knew mm-hmm. that if I gave myself like, I'll do an, I'll give myself an hour. Then yeah. I would have been in full 
full, full face full glam you would be like on ready the, for the oscars the only thing i was doing was this because i still need to like stay resting because yeah. i thought i i i really thought i could do it this week i took a signing and it was not the right move i was not ready not it was ready. all the way you look good though oh thanks you it do. was all the way in newport beach most signings are not that far away Ugh. it just was what it happened to be and i love this client so i was like okay i'll do it it was two hours to get down there oh hell no Girl, I charged more. That was fun. Um, <laughs> I said, "Ooh, for Newport, it is three twenty-five because that is far." Yes. Um, but like, you don't realize, you know, when you're getting over being so sick, you don't realize that you're still sick until yeah. until you like get up. Yeah. And so I was on the road, and I was like, "This was a mistake." Yeah, that's how people stay sick because you, that mo that moment where you, you feel so much better than you have in that week, and then you start doing a little too much, and, that's and then I your know. body said "fuck you" tomorrow. You're like, mm, should have stayed rested. Yeah, and I have heard a lot of the people say like, when you think you're better from COVID, then you get like a like you you get more you get sick again like a few days later. Yeah, like an echo effect or something. Yeah, and that happened like yesterday. I just felt like shit. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, this is it. So I think that hopefully this weekend is, I just keep saying that. I keep saying, hopefully this well, is the last day. Well, honestly, even from like, what was the last time we did this? Like a few days, two, two, not that long ago, two days ago, I think. Girl, you like, I mean, I don't think you even looked that like sick during COVID. Like I know you felt it and I know like, especially from talking and stuff like that, but I can even see, I can see the color coming back into your right? face. Yeah. So you're, you know what? We're trucking along. No, I definitely feel like a human again. Dude, the, when we recorded the Beverly Hills, the first one. Oh yes. When I went back to listen to, when I went back to edit it, I was like, wow, I actually don't remember us saying any of this. I was in like a, a, a haze, like a sickness haze and like a, cause I was on so much cold medicine, which I don't even know if I should have been on cold medicine. I don't know if that's what I was supposed to be taking. I know you're not supposed to take something like I think Tylenol. I don't really know. Oh, well, I was taking some day. I was doing a cocktail of Dayquil, Nyquil. I was doing a little half shot. Oh, my. Yeah, I because that was my favorite thing. <laughs> my favorite thing when I was sick, when I was sick all the time at Soho House was just like fucking myself up on Dayquil. Oh, my gosh, Emily. I don't know if you remember this, but <laughs> when you were my manager there, I, I was sick and like I like took a <laughs> NyQuil before I went to bed. But I think it was like maybe 1 a.m. or something or 2 a.m. And I didn't think that the effects would still be in my body. And that's when I was working during the day. Oh no! So I had, I think I like opened, I think I like got there at like 7am or something. And I still was on a NyQuil. And I just remember it was like me, you as the ma morning manager and one other person. Cause it's like only two people for a while in the morning. Cause it's slow. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my, Oh my God. I think I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I physically felt like I was going to fall the fuck out. And I remember like coming into you because I'm also that type of person that when I'm sick at work, like I'm like, I can do it. I can go through it. I'm not going to be a bother. And I was just like, I tried, I tried to do it for an hour. And I was like this. I'm fucked up. I'm <laughs> fucked up. I'm I cannot. 
I cannot do this. And I remember <laughs> like I felt feeling so terrible to even tell you because I was like, she is not going to believe me. <laughs> like, but you were like, no, girl, go. And I was because you like completely. I was like, I took some NyQuil. <laughs> like, it's not out of my system. OK, <laughs> as someone who had been an I, I was a frequent offender of the I overdid it on cold medicine. I was I related. <laughs> <laughs> I really like because if you take too much Dayquil, you'll get this really weird head high. Yes. It kind of feels like your head detaches. Yes. It's and crazy. you're like, I might still be sick, but this is fun. Yes. So um, you're like, mm. I think someone like when I was in high school, I wasn't feeling well. And I, I went to a very small high school. Like we went to the everybody went to the same like grade school, middle school, high school. So I've known it was like a graduating class of 72. Like I knew every oh, single wow. person. Yeah. Like it was very small. I knew every single person. I knew their mom, grandmother. So when I was sick at school once in high school, I was like, Oh, I feel good. And this girl that I knew for many years, she was like, Oh, here, take this. It was like, not in like any packaging. It was just like, in almost looked like one of those old film roll, like, holders like okay. you put film oh, oh no <laughs> but I like was so naive like I never like I did not do bad things in high school okay so I was very naive and she was like here you go I'm just gonna assume I still don't know what she gave me to this day but I'm a, I'm gonna assume it was like a sleepy time medicine like NyQuil because I'm in my like English class and I'm just like the I can't I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna fall asleep and I was like I something's happening to my body. <laughs> and I remember having to call my mom. I was like, you gotta come get me. You gotta come get me right now. I, I took something. I don't know what I took. Come get me right now, mom. Mom, I'm not going to make it to religion class. I went to a Catholic school, guys. Um, I need to come home. Don't take drugs from people. I Wait. went to Catholic school too. <laughs> Do not take unmarked pills, people. Especially in that, I know exactly the black yes. like film type. That is yes. so sketch. Yes. It was a friend's mom? No, it's a, like I'm saying, I know, like I know these people. So it wasn't like I would, like I know like their mom, I know their grandma, like I know oh, these see, people. I'm bummed. I'm bummed. I shouldn't have clarified that because in my head, the way that story went is <laughs> someone's mom gave someone's me drugs. Mom was like, here, honey, I'm a cool mom. <laughs> I'm a cool mom. Take these. I take these all the time <laughs> <laughs> with my martinis. OK, we're going to just pretend like it was someone's mom. That's the new story. I like that version. <laughs> um, speaking of pills, let's get into this episode. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay, so one thing we should talk about before we get into this episode is the deleted scene, because now they're doing that thing that they did yeah. last season where they show right before the current episode of the week, they show um, the deleted scene extended version from the week prior. Yeah. And the the most exciting scene was Sutton saying that she got a text from Harry Hamlin. It was a number she didn't know. It turned out to be Harry Hamlin that said WTF. Come on. And right away, Garcelle was like, well, that wasn't Harry. Like, and, and I love Garcelle's reasoning was Harry isn't even on the Internet, is he? Yeah, which is like, so, which is logical. That's a very logical thing to say. Yeah. Like, Harry's turning 70, so it is pretty logical to be like, does he even 
know, he's a disconnector. He likes to go camping by himself. Like he's not watching watch what happens live. Like if he I mean, obviously, I can also gather that Lisa could have easily told him and relayed the message, showed him a clip. I understand all those things. I just don't think Harry Hamlin himself is going to pick up a phone and say WTF to Sutton. I he also would have had to be it. like, what's her number? Yeah, I just don't see it happening. Um, he would have had to I'm literally not even, type I'm not even, in her number. Yeah, and I'm not even saying it's not his number. It's not him on the other end of that number, though. That is definitely Lisa Renna. I can hear. I could hear her like voice through that message. That was, you know how like some people like they, they, you can hear their voice in a text message. You can hear the way that they speak, the way that they phrase things. That it was such a Lisa Rinna phrasing of WTF. Like, come on. You know, she was doing some head bobs for sure. All of it. All of it. And then, and then Rinna posted to her, to her stories, the screenshot of her texting someone named Monique. Okay. That said, not Harry texting Sutton and Monique going, uh, how did that start? Rena saying he wanted to send her a text. So I gave him her number. Harry's saying to Sutton WTF question mark. She hasn't responded. Had he said time to stop, those are the moments I remember with a smiley face. I don't even that that's that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I was confused by that last bit. Yeah. Um, okay, that is like even the smallest of things. But Rena, okay, let's get into the episode because that's bullshit though. You know she yeah. she did that so she had some fake ass receipts those are some like I, it just feels very doctored that, it, the thing is i i wholeheartedly believe that she sent this to this monique and the monique person sent it back because she's been on the show long enough to know that she can't she don't you don't want to get caught with doctored text messages she was thinking ahead this was a game plan she was like i sent the text message these ladies aren't aren't going to buy it. So I'm going to have receipts to back that Harry that like, oh, I sent this to my friend, like, oh, ha ha. Like, like it's the it's shortest conversation, please. She called right? her friend, like, I'm going to send you this converse. It's manufactured. Okay, guys, she's okay. a pro. She's a pro. I she agree. doesn't want to be she doesn't want to be like Denise Richards with the brandy text. She doesn't because she was one of the main people that were saying these are fake. You can get these on an app. Like, come on. She's not going to be caught with fake text messages. All right. So that's that's the light stuff. Now we start <laughs> we start the episode on kind of a heavy note because the very first scene is Dorit and PK. We, we start off with the boarded up the boarded up window. So dramatic there and fine. Like it has to be boarded up. And right. I realize now that you are correct. It's like the family room. Yeah. So it's boarded up. The kids are like playing in there. There's it's there's like security people and they're in the bedroom. And so right off the top, it feels a little performative because they're talking. They're like, you know, Dorit's talking at a normal level. She's like, you know, I spent five hours with the LAPD. I just gave her like a country accent. All of a sudden I spent five hours with the LAPD. Um, and, and then PK's like, yeah, they've been so helpful. 
And then though, when they say something like, it's so crazy that the kids, and then they go, oh, wait, oh, let me shut the door. I'm like, uh, I know that I, as soon as that moment happened, I'm like, Keep into your narrative, honey, aren't you? Mm. But it's like, like you knew the kids were there when you started I, talking. I know it's like one of the, it's it's a that's why they're not actors. That's so or writers or any of <laughs> or in showbiz at all, really. Besides Boy George, I guess <laughs> I'm like, like if you really wanted for me to believe that that was the scene that you that was the conversation you wanted to have, you would have started it with let me shut this door. And yeah. Then, OK. Just, we were the, talking to the LAPD because what did PK say? We they want us so that they have the full weight of the LAPD. Yeah, I wanted to like, them or something. I want somebody who knows anybody on the LAPD to verify if anybody gave a shit about this, like to the degree that they're making it seem like they were the first lady of Beverly Hills, even though they live in Encino. Like, <laughs> no. No, <laughs> like, there's been such an uptick in crime, too, that they're like, we're just adding it to the pile of unsolved crimes. Right. Like, I hate not, to say that, but like they're not I've had crimes. Important. I've had a crime committed that like when you call it when you call to have a when you call to report a crime in L.A., they're like, thanks. Bye. Right. No, I hate to say it, but unless unless she was held at gunpoint, you know, according to her report. So maybe they're mm-hmm. taking it more seriously, but she wasn't killed or hurt right okay so, so i hate to say it but it, it, this is the unfortunate part about living like if you live in new york you know how it goes like if exactly. you live in a big city you know how this goes they have the crime reports are so high that they don't solve a lot of them. yeah this isn't law and order svu like they're not going to actually care to investigate your case like it's like that like the biggest case in the world like no it's just um, one of many all right. One of many. Um, but on that note, I know I did send you the the TikTok thingy talking about like d- like the the discrepancy of the what they reported with the gun and not having yeah. a gun. Is that can you clarify? I wanted to save it for the pilot. Can you clarify that for me more? So I saw a few people saying that the initial report, the initial police report didn't include a gun. Yeah. In it. But I don't know if mm-hmm. I like, OK, let's take the, let's take our sc- somewhat scandalous. Not narrative um, okay. theory that they are staging this. Right. Um, I think they'd have their story down pat. Right. Like and memorized. I would, that would be down. And so I think that they would that if there was no gun in the report, it would be the police officer's fault who took the report, which makes a lot more sense because I don't think cops are pretty very good at their job half the time. <laughs> Again, it's not network television. They are not always that great. <laughs> yeah. So I, w- it wouldn't make sense to me that she would be like not getting that story down. So Right. I mean, I guess in my head when I heard that, I was like... I- why I thought it could be plausible is like, you know, when you when a story is made up, you start adding more embellishments to it. And I was like, did they accidentally add an embellishment to to it later? You mean? And then they just yeah, later, because, you know, like, obviously they made the report and it might be scary to like if you are f- filing a false police report. That's kind of like a, a large thing to say, you know, 
to a police officer might that 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 like it might, intimidated them in the moment. Yeah, like that might be her. Too, if, yeah, like it might be too much for them to want to commit to telling an actual officer because it would make the investigation much more serious. You know what I mean? Like attempted murder situation. You know what I mean? Because then she's saying like they said, I'm going to kill you like that. Is that not kind would that fall under attempted murder? I don't know. Because because the phrasing, I mean, one thing holding a gun, I guess I wouldn't necessarily. No, say it wouldn't fall into attempted murder because they didn't actually attempt it. OK, it would be like threatening. OK, all right, because I wasn't sure if like saying saying that up the ante. I don't I think attempted would mean that you would need to like attempt it and I literally through it. Got it. I think you know? you're right. I actually think you're correct on that. Thank you. I think it would fall under like threat, threatening or something. Yeah. Threatening bodily harm. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Or threatening death or something. I don't know. But like it wouldn't be attempted because they didn't actually attempt it. Okay. Um, Another thing that I've thought of later, um, because when they I get that she'd like turned all of her lights off to go to bed, Mm -hmm. like when they opened the door wouldn't they have seen her in the bed i mean i've been like fuck and like closed the door see that's my thing too it's just like like it happened slowly enough for her to say i heard the door open and i look out and then i see a big person i mean i guess it i guess she's just describing it slowly happening and it may have happened quicker than that. Yeah. And yeah, that doesn't bother me. Like, it's, I know that like when people have things like that happen to them, the time doesn't yeah, you're exist. Right. You're right. I'm nitpicking. I like that you're nitpicking. But again, yeah, it's, I, I still find it just so like they have to be li- like I and I'm actually glad PK said it said this. I don't remember if it was this episode or last episode. But like they're like the pink panther. I think it was this. Episode. Oh, it's oh, cool. the, the pink panther line because it's true. It's like, what kind of like burglars are these? Like they just wanted. They, I just feel like they wanted to get caught. And also, this is why I'm also like, how they just must be the luckiest people in the world because it doesn't seem like it was that well thought out for them not to be found yet. Like you know what I mean? It just didn't like they don't seem like they're they really thought out their whole plan. So I feel like it would be actually super easy to f- track these guys down. They don't seem but maybe they're just the luckiest robbers in the world. The luckiest unprepared robbers in the world. It's interesting that they were prepared enough, though, to like have the thing to break the glass. Right. Like, and know how they were going to get in. Yeah. Like they like, knew they were going to get in at that play, place. Yeah, there. It didn't, yeah. It didn't look like they were looking like they that's why it's so it just seems so inconsistent to me because it's like there are moments where they seem like they knew what they wanted to do and then there are moments where it seems like they were just winging it and it's like I don't so it just it's not consistent either you're just a sloppy burglar which usually sloppy people like that would have broke the glass took whatever they had down below that was a value and got the hell out of there someone who was really casing a place would be more comfortable, I guess, inside the place because they would know like the layout and all that stuff. But yet again, then why would you risk all of the obstacles? You don't know if the kids are going to run out the room. You, uh, I don't like, did you know PK wasn't going to be there? Did you know Dorit was going to be there? Did you care? Like there's just, it's just so weird to me. It just doesn't feel consistent. Is this, I don't know. 
Are we overanalyzing it? Probably. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we do here. I love it. Um, turns out Dorit's dad was a paratrooper in the Israeli army. I was mm. like, I'm sorry. That's a tidbit. <laughs> that Excuse is a tidbit. Use me. Um, when- <gasps> what? She could have been like Liam, like her dad could have been like Liam Neeson. And she like she got taken. If she had like, taken. Oh my God. Uh, what part two? They didn't even think about that. That would have been a better plot line. <laughs> when she when she describes again, because I can't, I'm really like not able to let go of the fact that the kids didn't wake up. Right. Because she's when she talks about how they were screaming, like, who else is in the house? I'm gonna effing kill you. I'm like, right? so they were screaming. And but they yet. Yeah, had no idea they had nothing and i don't i don't know enough about kids i don't have kids so maybe kids sleep really soundly well i mean maybe she really did sleep train her kids well i i can sleep through anything so i could very well have slept through something like that i've slept through earthquakes um i'm a deep 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 sleeper but both of them being that deep of sleepers again statistically <laughs> Especially since they're prone to getting up in the middle of the night and coming into her room. That's why she doesn't set the alarm. Yeah, it just, it, it again, it just seems not plausible for not at least one of the kids waking up and at least calling out. It's just so easy. It's like, it's so easy. They came in, this huge, scary thing happened. They leave. Not a scratch on Dory. Not a scratch. You know what I mean? Like that's it doesn't say they perfectly took a few, untouched. They took some purses and some watches, the things that are like the least missed things that you would own. Right. That you she probably wouldn't care to wear again because it's Dorit. I don't know. It just seems it's just like everything is just so lucky. The robbers were lucky. She was lucky to hit everybody. Everything was just lucky. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't buy it. It's it's too much of like a like not jewelry, not a ton of jewelry. Not all of her prize. What about what about her wedding ring? What about her wedding ring? Take that off right now. Did she like did was that not taken? That would have been the first thing that they it's on her taken. hand take that off right now give and it to I, me and some people are gonna say oh well she probably took it off when she sleeps takes it okay. off when she sleeps puts it Go on the get night. it she, they probably like they probably know that this woman is married they like where is the what like the wedding ring would be the that's a nice house you have a nice wedding room that wedding room alone that wedding room alone they wouldn't need a freaking her bed sheet they could have just took that wedding room i'm sure it's really expensive it just seems too easy. I just if they were planning on just in, in going in when no one was there and grabbing everything in the house while people were out of town, they would have grabbed everything. And maybe they were. Let's go. Let's go the opposite. OK, maybe they really were. Maybe this really did happen. And they really were just so freaked out that someone else was there. I do. It feels more logical. I know this sounds so scary, but it feels more logical that they would have just killed her. Because they would have been freaked out. Yeah, they would be like, ah, and like it, it's just because that's a witness like you've just if you're a criminal, if you're willing to break yeah. into a home and when when people are not there and take things, that's what ends up happening. It's a home invasion gone wrong. Yeah. And it's just like it's just like and then also the what, I agree with you, Emily, and, and I'm just like thinking I'm things are coming to me. And then it's also like 
they're screaming like you said, Emily. They're screaming, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to fucking kill you, right? But yet they're willing to take instructions from her later on. You've taken enough. Please You've leave. You've taken my, please, enough. You've taken enough. Please leave my phone at the door at the gate. Thanks. Have a nice day. Like what? All of a sudden they go from extremely violent. I'm willing to kill you to I'm going to return your phone. Guys, I've gotten my phone jacked on the streets of West Hollywood twice. No one's returned like. They're going to they're going to leave her phone. And she said, you've taken enough. You felt comfortable to tell them you've taken enough. enough. That phrasing still haunts me. You that would was, not say that. That that no nope. feels so contrived. You would never for a dramatic dare effect. to and say that. You've taken enough. You wouldn't dare. I'm not a violent, murderous, robbing person. But let me tell you, if I was and I did went out of my way to do all of what these robbers did. And someone had the gall that I'm sticking up to tell me you've taken enough would have at least gotten a if not shot, I would have probably pistol whipped her ass like, fuck you. I'll tell you when I've taken enough. I think I would have like I mean, I just like I just think that they they would have punched her. They would have done something. She has not one scratch, guys. You've She's taken flawless. Enough. OK. All right. These are the world's most politest. Oh, they're so nice. Robbers. They said that's, she's right. She we have guys. What were oh, we thinking? That's a, we've, that's a good we've, point. We've taken enough. Oh, my God. Let's get out of here. And you know what? We're, we, we're going to leave your phone at the gate. Why at the gate? I would love for you to call 911 comfortably. <laughs> Leaving it at the gate. <laughs> Leaving it at the gate. Don't mind me tiptoeing out of here would you like me to fix the glass on the way out <laughs> we brought we'll board it up for you they can't hey we got, we got it we have it in the car we'll bring we'll come right back they we'll, came back the next day <laughs> they boarded it up for her they bought the they, thank they, you so much this has been a wonderful robbery please rate us five stars on yelp yep Mm-mm. taking too much let me give you back a five i've taken too much girl no, 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 Mm-mm. not in this life. Nope. Uh, no, uh, no. But you see, PK says this is the they're right away. They want to just move forward. You see, they just want to put this behind us. OK, because they don't want to keep saying their lies. <laughs> and, and PK says we need to go forward. If we don't, then the home invaders win. Mm, OK, mm-hmm. real quick for that. If any of you are in the market for new hair care, I cannot recommend Omorphe enough. They sent me a box of their starter kit about, I don't know, like two months ago, maybe three. And it was just to say like, hey, you know, they work with a lot of Bravo Lebs and that was it. It was just like, hey, we're reaching out, just expanding their their market. And I've been using their conditioner ever since. And I've been obsessed with it. I'm telling like strangers at the grocery store about it. I can actually use it all the way up to my root. I kind of use it as like a hair mask even, and it doesn't weigh my hair down. I have a lot of like fine hair, so it'll look like it's 
full and voluminous for about two hours after a blow dry, but then it just goes limp. But even with this conditioner all the way to the root, using it like a hair mask, it's still it's still full and fine. I don't know. This, the formula they found is amazing. So I've partnered with them. If you use code EMILY15, E-M-I-L-Y-1-5, you get 15% off and I go, well, something. Okay. So I will link it in the episode description. I also have a link in my Instagram bio. Check them out on Instagram at Amorphe, O-M-O-R-F-I-E. Reach out with any questions you might have. I'm sure I'm going to talk about them a whole lot more on social media because I love the company. They're also sustainable and eco-friendly. But yeah, okay. Back to Bravo. Um, all right. So then now Lisa's going to meet Kyle at Republic while while Sutton meets Crystal at Lady M Bakery. So we're going to have those like dueling scenes. They've been doing that. Like, I mean, it's only been two episodes, but like, I feel like this is going to be a theme. Like they're, they're the dueling sides of conversation. I feel like they don't, they, they do that. I know they've done Housewives that always do that. That's but how I feel, they, they but do I feel like, like the they're really side by side. Things. But I feel like they're really like leaning into that. I feel like this is going to be a thing thing. <laughs> and it's, it's a lot of planning on productions part, right? Like, they're yeah. like, okay. So when they have that conversation there, then we'll have that conversation yeah. there. Like they really have to think ahead. Yeah. In order to make that happen. Right. Like, is it they have to like plan it ahead of time and know that later when they edit it, they'll be splicing it together. Exactly. Um, right away, Lisa, she's like, you are in the number one movie in the country. Kyle. Okay. I'm going to. Okay. I just, I'm sorry. I have to stop you right there. And I actually, damn it. I missed, I had a missed opportunity. I really would. I almost want to pause this and run downstairs and re-record this part. Uh, um, I, I am, I don't know if you know this about me, Emily, but my favorite genre of movies is horror. Oh, you you do, you do know. Okay. You do know my favorite horror movie is Halloween. I, I can't that. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen every single Halloween movie. And my favorite is actually Kyle's the very first Halloween. That is my favorite. It's a classic. I know everything about how that movie was made. I know I've seen documentaries. I'm obsessed. I have a I have a Michael Myers shirt that I wear almost regularly in my life. I'm obsessed and everyone like in my life knows this. And so I I don't love the Rob Zombie remakes. They're not my favorite. I've seen them. Not my favorite. The one, the new ones that they've made with like Kyle's, but the ones that Kyle um, franchise that Kyle's in the first one I liked the second one that Kyle was in, I was really excited for it. Cause the first one I was like, okay, I loved it. I, I, I liked it. Cause Jamie Lee was back. Like, you know, the, the OG. And I was like, I was even excited for Kyle to reprise her role. It wasn't good. <laughs> it was not good. Kyle, I'm not going to, I'm not, Kyle did a good job. I'm not, yeah, saying, I, I I'm feel not, like in the, when Kyle, the one little clip where she goes, run. No, Kyle did a good job. I'm not, I, taking, use, I use that clip all yeah, the time. It's not Kyle. The script was shit. The movie was number one because the first movie was good that came out from wow. that franchise. And 
also the, the, the name alone will get people in the seats. Like me, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see it. So that's not really telling anybody who's a huge horror movie buff and loves that franchise will tell you the second movie was shit. Okay. 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 It was shit. Made no fucking sense. Oh, okay. It was the first I love time. This. It's the first time in my entire life watching this franchise that I've ever rooted for Michael Myers. I swear to God. I said, kill them all. They're idiots. Oh, all right. Swear to I God. I love that. I love it. Sorry, um, I had to. I had to get that. Out. I love you. I needed you to have that moment. You, you deserved it. You deserved it. Um, so, of course, first thing out of Lisa's mouth, um, mind you, this will come. We'll circle back to it. This will make sense later. I just huh? need to point this out. Um, Dorit's just been robbed at gunpoint, and what's Lisa talking about? I'm not thrilled about what Sutton did on Watch What Happens Live. <sighs> this is important because she's going to you know, make fun of Sutton for this later. Right, right. I'm right. not happy. And, you know, Harry sent her a text and it's Sutton, whatever you're doing, you need to stop. Okay. And then while Crystal and, and Sutton are at Lady and Bakery, Sutton's like, you know, I think it's just a big miscommunication, which it kind of seems like now that we've seen how it played out, it sort of seems like it kind of was, um, because the emails that we get to see seem like there was like, like a miscommunication about a table. Ironically, these receipts, which we'll get to really mm -hmm. just prove that Rinna has been mooching off people to get tickets to this charity. Yeah, it's literally what you said. You said this, this is why right? she, this is why she was, I think, taken aback because she just really is used to like not having to pay for these tickets. Yeah. And did not love being kind of called out for being a moocher and cheap. Because honestly, that that's the only reason why she was so offended. Like, yeah. Like she was so busted. Like, oh, my God. Like we because who else would be insulted? Only a guilty person who's embarrassed. Right. Because like it could have easily easily been squashed being like, oh, my God, I sorry, I didn't say or just like she, if like good burn well done like she did like a funny thing playing on what I did with yeah. Marcel that's all it was meant to be right but then she had to turn it into because she knows that which is also kind of embarrassing that she is showing her receipts because I'm like you're showing that you don't pay for tickets to go to a charity event right like yeah if you like if you really think about it at the end of the day you had no intentions on paying you were just mad that Sutton, like whatever happened, Sutton canceled the thing. So you were out like you didn't know in time to get someone else to get you. And you had to, then you had to do a 30 minute interview to get some free tickets. So, like, why didn't you just say, can I just pay you ten thousand dollars for the tickets instead of having to do the interview? Like, right. I, I think that they're going to somebody in the comments will say, well, they said it was sold out and that this was the only way if they do an interview. But I'm like. I mean, then there, if there is, if she does an interview, there's, there's room somehow. I feel like if you throw some money and you really want to go to this charity event, especially since it's charity, just throw some money at it. And I, it just doesn't make sense that they would say, if you do this interview, we can get a seat here. We can get seats here. If they weren't trying to get PR tickets is probably what they were saying. Like, yeah, free, like free, pre free press tickets. 
Right. That's that's what I'm alluding to. Because I'm like, if there's no room, there's no no room. Like you're saying, hi. But if you say, here's some money, there's tickets. But the the tickets you're talking about, Lisa, which are those freebie moochie tickets for the red carpet photos that you and Harry want to get, those are not available anymore. Which is so gross because, guys, we're talking about a charity event. So she's not really wanting to pay money. She just wants to go to a party, guys. She has no interest in giving money. Guys, are we let, let, let's 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 stop. Let's not talk about Sutton canceling a table that was worth like probably way. By the way, that's just the ten thousand or eleven thousand dollars. It's just for their ticket. So she paid way more towards this charity. So at the end of the day, Sutton paid a hefty. Yeah. So we're talking we're trying to nitpick about something really ridiculous when at the end of the day, Sutton sent a lot of money to a charity. How much did Lisa send? She sent her words. In an interview, hope that helps somebody get a home or whatever the charity is for, or like what the proceeds go to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Like it's, it's ridiculous to me. And at the end of the day, I don't even think that Lisa should have went with this narrative because even if Sutton, there was some like discrepancy with the, the table and Sutton worked it out later, she knows Sutton went to the event. Because she was sitting at the same table as Sutton. That's what's confusing to me is that the end result is they sat at the exact exact same same table. table. So at the end of the day, at some point, Sutton gave some money for these tickets, right? Like she was there. So there was money exchanged. Am I wrong in thinking that? Like if she's there, there's some money. When we get to that part of the episode, we'll go further into it because I was I needed to like we need to game plan together. And okay. figure out how this adds up because I was equally confused. Yeah. Um, okay. So now it's Harry's birthday. And when, when Lisa gets there with Harry, she does the seating arrangement and, and Harry, Harry's like, well, but that puts Sutton all the way on the end. And Lisa's like, that's okay. That's how I want it. And she, in her, in her, in her confessional, she's like, this is not the place for Sutton to come in starting drama. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> or is or did she not tell Harry that she sent a fake text yet? He clearly has no idea what's because going he on. doesn't seem bothered by the whole Sutton <laughs> thing at all. Because then why would he be like, oh, I, Sutton's all the way at the end. That seems rude. A person that thinks it's rude to put someone who he seemingly sent a uni to stop this text to at the end. That doesn't add up to me either at all. And it just also also furthermore makes me feel like. She did not want to risk Sutton approaching Harry about the text that he supposedly sent her, whether even her apologizing because she sent the text. And I don't think Harry is going to, I just don't see Harry being like, even if she, Lisa gave him the heads up, like I sent this text through you. I just don't see Harry continuing the lie. And I can even see him being like, Lisa, why did you do that? Hunt, this is your thing. I'm not (laughs) I'm not going to continue, continue to get wrapped up in this. He's a, he's a real actor. He's not, he's not soap actor. Sorry. Soap actors are real actors, but like, I'm getting to like the dramatics. We're not living mad men. He's, he actually like keeps booking. Yeah. Like he's not going to risk his reputation over some petty girl drama, women drama, whatever you want. Like it's no, 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 no. So in the car ride over, it's Dorit, Kyle, and their husbands, and that's when Kyle lets Dorit know about what Sutton said. Now, look, I 
I get that we all hate Kyle here in this realm. If you're listening to my pod, most likely you agree with that, that Kyle and, and Dorit, we're, we're going to be more team Garcelle and Sutton over here. Yeah. Um, but it's the fact that Sutton said, sorry, I wasn't held at gunpoint. That really takes it to a different place. Um, it's not like she went. It, it really did make it a little bit more insensitive. It gave them a soundbite that they can run with. It's like she said, sorry, I wasn't held at gunpoint. I they agree can run with that. No, honestly, as much as I love the soundbite and I'm so tickled by it. And I don't believe that Dorit really was held at gunpoint or robbed. And I don't think Sutton necessarily completely believes it, which is probably why her demeanor isn't as the, the same as the rest of her fellow actors um, in the cast. But um, I still wouldn't say that because whether it's real or not, you just come off looking like an asshole and it's like not even really necessary. Like, and I feel like she, I would be more of Garcelle, like just listening. If she, if it's because Sutton has after the premiere released a statement on social media saying, you know, I hadn't read all the headlines and I was being insensitive. If she was like doubling down saying, look, I didn't really believe it. Like I thought it was a little fishy. I would be standing. Yeah, I'd be like, damn, savage, but but I'm here for it. Yeah, that's my but it's yeah. that she's kind of backtracking. That's what makes it weak. And sudden and that and we talked about this last week, like I am in a median for Sutton, like she has really great moments that and I think that this whole episode was great content for Sutton for me. <laughs> I was like literally dying um, at everything coming out of her mouth this episode. But um, yeah, no. You have to like she has you have to be Nene Leaks. Nene Leaks will say some crazy stuff like that and live in it and sit in it. And Sutton, she she does this thing where she says these like really great, like shady comments, but she gets so quickly scared and retracts, which makes it not as like the bite doesn't sizzle as much. You know what yes. I mean? It doesn't sting. And it's just like Sutton, just stay in it. Like if you don't believe something, just stay in it. But I feel like it's easier, I guess, for us as outsiders, because we're all like she maybe she doesn't know what the, the viewership's going to be like. So she's trying to play a safe game. Like, I don't want to seem too insensitive. So she's like backtracking a bit. So the audience doesn't mm. like she's I like I mean, I guess it's kind of early on in the season. So I'm feeling like she's, you know, they, they part of themselves produces, you know, and they're like, I don't want to be the villain. Mm. So I feel like she was like, I don't want to like, I don't want them to make me into the villain. I'll backtrack. She, But like, but you can't, but then just don't be the person to say these things then if you're not going to like live in it. Yeah. But then, and then ironically in the car ride where Sutton and Crystal are driving over, she's Sutton <laughs> tells Crystal, you know, I'm a big empath. You know, I just like, <laughs> I feel for it almost. Oh my God. It huh? was it was very comical because it's like, were you at the same same meetup? What that we all look, we were all watching. Big empath. She she mm -hmm, she. I've been putting out fires too. Mm -hmm. Like is she lying? I got a design. I got she, a designer coming in herself? from Paris. I think she was. I don't because I'm, it was like I know, I, <laughs> I know when I make a shady comment. Like I know when I do it. 
even if I'm like not necessarily owning up to it in the the moment moment, like I know I I know I did that. Like, girl, you don't think that anybody else could have like did you feel she must have really thought that she was like acting better than she was in that moment like I don't know because that (laughs) that's what made it scary did you really think that was empathy that we we saw that's kind of scared me I'm like she said you know I'm a big empath I was like that is no you're not not no you're not no that because then the then in the last scene with Kyle, I was like, OK, so like, let's do the first initial scene with the, you know, oh, I'm just trying to bring this designer in from Paris and I'm just putting out fires The I'm a big empath. And then the last scene, put those all together and none of those equal each other sudden. OK. I mean, just, um, just own it, own it. So everyone starts arriving and Erica, did you notice Erica makes this joke about having a threesome with harry and lisa and it makes them so uncomfortable yeah did you catch it i did catch that moment eric lisa had to like walk away it like it wasn't funny like it made me uncomfortable it made everyone uncomfortable harry kind of stood there looked up and lisa like literally had to walk away and come back Erica, no one's laughing. It's yeah, weird. you made you know everyone how- uncomfortable. Stop it. And she got she, Erica. I think she needs to like cool it with anything like towards Harry Hamlin, because you know how Lisa is like she's loyal right now to Erica, but she's the most loyal to Harry Hamlin. OK, mm-hmm. and she's not going to mess up Harry Hamlin's reputation now. And she is not trying to get anywhere near a Denise Richards storyline, like oh. especially since she was the one who was like on that crusade. Well, also, Harry has so many rumors about him that Lisa's trying to avoid discussing. Yeah. You know, like rumors the that gay. he's gay yeah. and having all these affairs or even other affairs like straight affairs, you know, right. so she's not trying to even draw attention to their Abs- sex life. Absolutely. Especially because she was one of the biggest people to try to out Denise. Yeah. And there are a lot of people still upset with her about that. She's not dumb. She has been on this show for a very long time. She's like, that's that's something that I can see fans trying to like go more in on. She did the best thing she could do, which is just to not even engage in the conversation, try to try to see. Hopefully no one really noticed. We did. Um, It's (laughs) It's proof that Erica's already really drunk. Yes. Yes. Especially how she's starts later acting later on in the episode. She's drunk. Um. So Diana arrives with her fiance and she later makes a joke about it. But yes, I absolutely thought her fiance was her son. Yeah, he is hot. But I was like, oh, look, she brought her son. Oh, fiance. Because when his title card came up, he said fiance. And I was like, oh, right. I did not know that. Like, I missed the title card at first. And oh, then you did? I did. So I, been like, Whoa. I, thought, I actually thought that was her gay friend that she brings uh, around because uh-huh. she's so very flamboyant. Like I would I like I could see her traveling around with a gay entourage. You know, I would have loved that, too. So I was like, oh, that's her like gay friend, because especially then I because I, I did miss the title card at first because I was like doing something and I didn't see it. And Sutton was like, kind of like, oh, he's attractive. And I was like, Sutton, he's gay. And then I was like, and then they were like, that's her fiance later. It's like, hmm. Oh, <laughs> but then later on, when I started seeing them interact, I 
realize, oh, I misread, misread that. And I know I actually don't think that he seems gay. I just, I just, I don't know. I think I just assumed because she just seems like someone who would never like have anyone and she just travels around with her like gay bestie. I do agree. I, she comes across kind of asexual. Yeah. Like she doesn't need sex, but then she also like oozes sex. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And then he is so much younger. So I just assumed. Yeah. Don't assume. She seems like someone who would have just like multiple men. Yeah. No one's serious. Yeah. And then she's like, I just had a baby. And you're like, I'm sorry. And then I think, I think that uh, Lisa Renna said she carried it too. She did. How she's, she's not that old though. She's 47. What, oh, I was thinking, I thought she was 42 for some reason. I mean, I'm not saying she looks 42. I just thought she, they said that she, okay, she's 47. That's that's fairly old to be able to help like healthily carry a baby. And she's like, this baby weight won't move. I'm like, girl, because what? you are in your 40s. Like it's already hard enough when you're in your 20s sometimes to lose baby weight. Her son's her older son is very good looking. Mm-hmm. Mm. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous gorgeous um Sutton's line was cute she's like Asher's quite dashing they should yeah. call him Dasher. Dasher no she's she's she she's nailed really, it she's like really good with like these one-liners she nailed it she's really good at that Sutton um Diana we'll get to her whole package later but there was a big deep dive done on her Mm-hmm. prior to this and she's got a lot of scandal attached to her that's a mm-hmm. lot of dives were done about her a lot of blinds obviously half of blinds are true like mm-hmm. I really I can't stress this enough here on the pod if you get a blind item and you get excited about it please realize that only half of them if if not maybe if 40 percent of them are true right anyone can write a blind item literally yeah. any human being I can write in to Bravo and cocktails, to Dumois, I can write in anonymous. I can write anything I want. They don't check it. There's no way to check it. It's anonymous. You don't think that like the more reputable ones try to do a little bit more research? No, they just- They don't have time because at first they did. What started to happen was they got- They At first they did, but they get so many and it's part of their- what they have to do is churn out content. Yeah. And so they, you know, they don't have time necessarily to fact check things. So mm. they post pretty rapidly and about 50% of what they post now is starting to turn out to not be true. That That's doesn't mean so that. so annoying. But I mean, 50% is true. So you get some truth to it. Right. Um, but, you know, you have to be aware that like some of the really salacious stuff isn't true. So if you take, of the blinds and the news stuff about Diana, if 50% of it isn't true, then fine. But if even 10% of the stuff that's about Diana is true, it's dark. Does she read like, does she give you like the, what's her name? Lisa Delvey or what was her name? Anna Delvey. Yeah. Anna Delvey. Does she feel Anna Delvey to you? Well, if anyone is going to be like, no, like I've heard a lot of stories about Diana Jenkins and she's got all this money and she's got Cartier rings up the ass. She, you don't get that rich without burying some bodies. Yeah. It just feels like what she feels like the goal of what Anna Delvey was trying to get to, like where she had to like do a lot of con stuff to get 
I'm not, and I'm completely just making this up, but it just feels that way because of all the way that they're talking about her. Like she's some like legendary, like folk, some folk tale. Like that, that's how they describe her almost like, and it feels really reminiscent of the Anna Delvey story because that is how people would describe her too. And, and by the way, Anna Delvey, she was very smart and she like, honestly, if she didn't get a little sloppy towards the end, I think that she could have gotten to where she was heading trying to go. Yeah. And it would, which would have ended up being legit at some point. I agree. I, I don't know. I'm just saying she's, it's just very reminiscent to me. And Erica wants to be Diana Jenkins. So that kind of tells you everything you need to know. Right. Right. If I, if I was Diana Jenkins, I would not want to be anywhere near Erica Jane. Like I'd be like, no, thanks. Like you're, you don't think so? I don't think she, I mean, she's been, I feel like when you're that rich running in all these circles, you run with criminals all the time. I know, but just because it's of just how it is right now and how sloppy she is, I don't know, like as the, the season is, I would love to, I'm, I can't wait to see her observation and her take on Erica. I'm very, I bet you she loves Erica. Okay. I bet I, she loves her. I want her not to simply for this reason, because that like Diana is Erica, uh, not Erica, Lisa's new, like pet or not pet because she would never be anybody's pet but like she that's a person that Lisa's obsessed with right now mm-hmm. and I feel like you saw how in the dinner like uh she would say like Diana would say one little thing and Lisa would change her whole like being, yes you know so I feel like if she said Erica was like not it like she's fraud like we should not we should distance ourselves she, I feel like Lisa would jump ship. I feel like that is the person to get Lisa to jump ship. So I personally would love Diana not to like Erica just to to shake up dynamics. And you know, I'm about shaking up dynamics. I'm tired of it. Shake up the dynamics. It makes for a more interesting story. I I agree. Okay. I have a feeling that Diana is going to be team Erica and Doreen. You think so? I mean, it, it well, makes from the it, trailer. That's oh, what from I'm the gathering. trailer. OK, because I'm, because, I mean, I, that makes Sutton, sense. It Sutton makes and sense. Diana have a little thing in the trailer. Oh, I, I do remember seeing that in the trailer. She's like, I'll be your villain. You need a new like villain. Here I am. God, that's iconic. Amazing. Iconic. <laughs> Give it to me now. I wish I could pull off big gold rings on all my fingers like that and make them look like Classy. You know what, Pia, when we get when we get rich, we can do it. Let's have goals. <laughs> I love that goal. Let's please have that goal. Like the moment we get rich, let's just yeah. go to the nearest gold store. <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily need it to be Cartier because that's ridiculous. Like when she, when you're looking at rings that cost like two hundred forty thousand dollars each, I'm like, all right, I think I would be like super cheap, like. I, I mean, I would buy really nice things. I would buy costume jewelry. I wouldn't buy costume jewelry. All my jewelry would be real, but it wouldn't be like, I wouldn't just go to a store and frivolously buy. I would be knowing, I would go into a store and know what I'm buying. I wouldn't just be like, get this, get like, I wouldn't be doing that. Like, I feel like sometimes when they go on these vacations or showing off, I'm like, I'll just bring it up. And they don't really care about the ring. They just want it to show off. That would not be my type of rich. I will have real things, but I will have thought about it (laughs) okay i would have thought about it um this next part 
was probably the most cringy, like, ew, gross, I can't moment. PK, to me, it felt like he was taking the mo taking the chance to like say on camera what they grabbed and like it, it felt it felt very un felt very intentional yeah you know this wasn't the pink panther you know this also P pk's got new teeth i can't stop housewives their husbands everyone gets new fucking teeth and i can't take my eyes off it because then they they talk different mm -hmm. and so he's got new teeth and he's talking weird with them <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, this was just, you know, he's also explaining like the way he's talking about it. He's he's giving them an excuse. He's like, mm -hmm. they were obviously so nervous. I'm like, obviously so nervous. What the fuck? They had your wife at gunpoint. Like, how are you? Ex how are you talking about the people that were holding your wife up at gunpoint? Like, oh, they were just these nervous little guys. That's why they just got these things it just seemed like you were giving them this qualification too quickly too easily there's that yeah i don't really care about the watches you know they got they just got the they didn't get this cartier thing here they would have but they didn't because they were so nervous because he's probably realizing like okay why wouldn't they take those things okay that's why they didn't take that because they were nervous so they grabbed this and then yeah. the, i don't care about the watches then lisa rinna is now joining and of course you don't of course you don't my most expensive watch is 60K and Lisa Renna. Oh, that's nothing. The bitch who's been getting free Elton John tickets. I was, thank you. Cause I was just gonna say, isn't you couldn't even spend $10,000 on a, a, cha a charity, a charity. Well, that goes to show you when it's like spending on themselves, they, they know no bounds. I, and I was Lisa, like Lisa Renna is a, admittedly a hustler. Yeah. And so it doesn't track that she's like what she's she's from day one. She's been like, you know, Lisa Vanderpump is rich. She's got diamonds and she is dripping and she's always commenting on other people having a lot of money. It doesn't track that now she's like, oh, 60 K watches nothing. Yeah, she's not that person. She's not. And that's yeah. And and I feel like, again, who who's in the sitting at the table, the, the Diana Jenkins lady, she is completely being a different version of herself. Exactly. Because then she turns over to her and she's like, oh, you know, PK and Fruit were robbed. And Diana's like, you know, I was with Kim in Paris and it was so funny. I felt unsafe. So I put a chair under my door and Kim was like, is this a, a war thing? I'm like, no, it's a rich person thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I was like, I also wanted, did we, any articles come out verifying that? I mean, I'm sure she's not lying, but. I also felt weird about that too. I was like, really? I was like, I'm, I was, I'm, I'm surprised I haven't heard any like articles like backing that or even it's just radio silence. I don't know. I know. It felt weird to me too. She is the, like, the dive was on, uh, the, the, the big dive I saw was on the account, give them Kamala. Mm -hmm. Kamala, how do I say Kamala? Like the like the vice president? Yes, it's Kamala. Give them Kamala uh, is the account, and she and she has a highlight saved of the whole Diana Jenkins dive. Mm -hmm. Please go look at it. I'm gonna because it's eye opening. It's like she had a she had a book that she wrote that she wrote, and it's got a lot of stuff in there too. It's on um, Instagram or TikTok. Instagram, okay. 
and it, it's it's a lot. Whoa. It's oh, like I'm excited. Like she's pot like she's rumored to have been one of the things is that she was possibly smuggled like one of the people that smuggled girls in from like you know Bosnia to mm-hmm. like sex traffic. Oh no. Like that's a again it's rumor these weren't validated. Um she uh she ran with very rich wealthy people that were scandalous, you know. So like the level of money she has is like you don't yeah. get that rich without scandalizing things yeah because i mean i know we're gonna get into her package later but it just she kind of makes it seem like almost a cinderella story but it just seems like we're missed a lot in between and and just because someone like pick their pick themselves up from nothing to something it doesn't mean they're a good person and they they, it could be as i i was on kendrick's podcast um reality comics to love him please check out that episode um and he said it could all, you know, that story doesn't necessarily become a hero story. It could be their villain origin story. Ooh. And I was like, he's really into comics. That's why he like reality in comics too. So he's like that. that that's sense. so good. All right. That's so good. So look into that dive. If you haven't Pia, that's your homework because it will be very eye-opening okay so lisa gets up and she gives her speech to harry and i actually thought it was really cute up until she said i think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread and i said shut up you don't eat bread (laughs) i bet that that was like the thing that got you really pissed you don't eat gluten get out of here get out of here also, that's not like a cliche line. That's not even an original line. That's like an old that's like an old grandma phrase. OK, I'm not going to hate on that because I make those phrases all the time. Okay, I, I hang don't out with you my, ever say slice. You don't say greatest things in sliced bread. I don't say that phrase, but I do say some like corny old. I, I watched a lot of TV with my grandma. So sometimes I, I did, too. I sometimes I do find myself saying some like old lady shit. OK, give me an example. Now put me on the spot. I, I feel like our, you know, you remember, you know, Francis, I, I feel like I end up saying these phrases around her the most. And she's always like, what the hell phrase is that? And I don't like, I can't even think of one right now. Is, okay. Uh, don't put me on the spot, Emily. I don't know. I know. It's like when someone asks you to remember something right then and there, you're like, I now remember nothing. Yeah. I, I like, I literally don't even have like, I do you know, do you know the show Billy on the street? Yes. He ran up to Rachel. <laughs> he ran up to Rachel Dratch from SNL. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And this is how like they they started a whole like ongoing relationship from here, but he ran up to her and he's like, "Real quick, name a woman." And because it was she got caught off guard, he was like, "Name a woman." And she couldn't name a woman. A woman. <laughs> she feel like herself, like, literally couldn't name a woman because she was so thrown off. I that happens to me like whenever anybody like says anything like puts me on the spot like that, I go into a serious brain fog. Oh, like, yeah. Like when someone's like, what's your favorite movie? I'm like, what? I don't know. I, was like, I, I don't I, know I, a single movie. I, I, all all I, movies are gone. All, and I'm like, I literally cannot think of it. It's like my brain will literally lock up. And it says it's like your iPhone was like, try again in like 10 minutes. <laughs> That's how my head is right now. And I'm still trying to think of a fucking like old phrase. And I can't because my brain is like <laughs> freaking out. 
now I have like a tactic if I ever want to like stump you just sign out. Oh, I, I have power. Like, OK, wait, let me see one. This isn't even a good one. Like, I'm just trying to think of anything like like when you like someone can't hold water. You okay. know that phrase? I you do. OK, that's one. I say that sometimes there's more that are more old tiny. It's a little different when you're just using it in like day to day lingo. But when yeah. you're giving a speech to someone for their birthday and that's oh. your ending phrase, I think, yeah, I mean, the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm like, that's not touching. OK, yeah. It's not. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I it. wouldn't do an old timey phrase in a prepared. Speech. Exactly. But in my day to day speech. Yeah, I do tend to do like weird old timey, like out of date phrases. Apparently, I, I, and I'm starting to realize that I thought I, I would make fun of Francis when she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like when I would say these little phrases and I'm like, and now you're like, maybe it's maybe I'm the problem. Yeah, I think it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like I'm just like I, I just learned that me. right. I just learned that right now. And oh I my don't god! In know how time. to process that? <laughs> Should I stop <laughs> saying these? Because I would be like, these are well known phrases, and I said I'd be like, I would be so mad. I'm like, these are well known phrases, Francis, and everyone knows this. And she'd be like, I've never heard of that in my life. I was like, you're a stupid person. <laughs> But I know like it doesn't hold water. Like I know that. Okay. All right. I'm going to think I'm later on when my brain unfogs, I will yeah. send you a list of my favorite phrases. A list of my <laughs> And you, and then you tell me if you've heard of it or if you're like retire that. Okay. I'll rate them. Rate them. Ooh. Okay. Later. I like I'll it. think of them. Not now. We can do it over the course of like the next week because you'll probably forget up until like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Slowly. I'll just I'll, anytime I'll say something, I'll be like, oh, this is a good one. <laughs> um, all right. Now we get to the receipts moment. The boy, the men split off, the women split off and they're like, OK, toast to Jareep being here. We're so thankful you're here. And Sutton, some this is Sutton segue. She goes, speaking of being thankful for being here, that would be me. <laughs> she's like she should do stand-up i think i would pay to see that i agree actually i would too i may have overspoken i spoke of something in public that i don't i don't normally do and lisa i'm sorry and i actually thought she did a good apology i, 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 I felt too. it was so she said i'm sorry the way she said it was very sincere to me yeah um but here's okay here's Hold. lisa rinna lisa Oh, hold for sound. Yeah, hold, hold, hold. I actually can't really hear them, so don't okay, worry about okay, it. Okay, great. Keep going. Um, listeners, in case you can't tell, uh, Pia is in her like communal apartment area, and and some rude ass people have just also joined the communal area. Like, actually, like I, they I don't think, know. I, I think that it was a, um the building man, when the building people manager people and oh. giving a tour to like be a be live here. Oh, oh, good. So they can see that you can utilize the space. This yeah, is a great, they look, should, great they recording should, space. Exactly. They should knock some rent off for that. They just got a sale from me. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you're right. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Lisa takes this moment, like when she realizes that the, she wasn't sure if Sutton was going to bring it up. Like she didn't know Lisa wasn't sure if she was going to have this moment. 
But as soon as Sutton starts the moment, Lisa takes the moment to go into her mode of like, okay, this is it. Her face goes into deeply offended. Can't believe that that Sutton would, would bring this beautiful charity into this. So Mm. she's got this really serious face and like, she's almost got a tear in her eye. She's so good at conjuring up her tears. I'm so surprised she didn't move past the soaps. And she says, I appreciate you saying sorry, but we both know what happened. You didn't buy a table. (sighs) Audible gasp. And Sutton's like, what? (laughs) Lisa goes, the day before we got an email saying Sutton canceled our table. You guys don't have any seats. But would you guys come to an interview for half an hour with IMDb and we'll give you seats at their table. It's embarrassing to the charity. And Garcelle says, well, don't you have a receipt for the table? Something I noticed while Rinna was saying that the day before whatever, Dorit's reading a piece of paper that's like been unfolded like a printed out piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that a receipt from Rinna? Cause it's not the receipt from Sutton. It's an, it's a printed out piece of paper that's been unfolded. Mm. I, I, I screenshot it. I can't tell what it is. I don't think it is because I don't, I can't tell. So Garcelle was like, don't you have the receipt for the table? And then Diana, Rena did not see this coming. Mm-hmm. She, she did not see this coming. She goes, honestly, guys, this is a little bit classless. And Rena goes, don't do it. And Diana says, she's like messing with crumbs that are on the table. She's like gathering them into like a pile. She's like, I think you need to find a different subject. And Rena, I'm embarrassed by it, to be honest with you. But Diana then, but then Diana goes, both of you, honestly. And Rena goes, it's embarrassing to the charity. You know better than that. Mm-hmm. And here we go. Sutton goes, I also know what slander is. And drunk ass Erica goes, oh God, slander. And I swear, Erica was too drunk to like, you could tell she was like, this is something that I should have an opinion on. And she couldn't quite get herself to figure out like what she wanted to say was you slandered me by what you said, but she couldn't quite get there because she was too drunk. So she just went going slander. That's an interesting word. Yeah. And slander. And it's funny to me because I think Erica is so giddy because Lisa has made Erica think that she is going to demolish Sutton with like having her surprise guest and all this stuff. So Erica thinks that she like Sutton's about to get fucking red to filth (laughs) and didn't realize that Sutton has caught on to the game and brought some goddamn receipts. But I truly don't think that Sutton... That would have played out as well for Sutton 
had not had Garcelle not told her to because I actually think that because as we talked about earlier, Sutton recoiled very easily. I don't think she would have had the balls to bring out the receipts, especially with um, Diana being like, this is classless, this is classless, let's shut this conversation down. I think she would have kept her little receipt in her pocketbook and we may have seen it at the reunion. And I'm so happy Garcelle was like, absolutely not. When Rena was like, are you going to sue me? She kind of looked scared. She actually did look scared. Yeah. Are you going to sue me? And so Garcelle, show it, show it. And oh my God, I love Sutton. She puts on her readers in the, in the mm-hmm. confessional. Let me, she reads it out. Um, Sutton, will you, uh, here is my Amex and will, will Harry and Lisa be uh, sending in their registrations to pay for tickets? No, I will be covering Harry and Lisa's tickets. And there we go, $11,500. Thank you very much. And Garcelle, she paid for the table, y'all. I loved it. She just made, thank you. I love when we just do cliff note version. Garcelle looked at it, made sure she wasn't going to make herself look like an ass. She read it herself. She paid for the table. And if Garcelle says it, I believe it. Rena's face. Erica's face too. Erica's like, damn it. Erica's like, hold on. Are we looking at Rena? Like, do we, do you have a, do you have a, do you have a backup plan? She was like, you're prepared for this, right? Rena was not. She was not. She was not. All right. I was not. Uh, and then Crystal's like, well, Diana underwrites this charity. And then Diana was so serious in her confession. She's like, this, that charity is something very close to my heart. It is very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, then it finds out, then this is where I'm confused. Okay. They ended up sitting at the same table. So when Rena was like, you canceled the table. Wouldn't she have discussed, like, if you ended up, if they ended up sitting together at the event, wouldn't Rena have figured out that Sutton didn't cancel a table after all, and it was just a miscommunication? I think Rena is just right. God, I I think that Rena's an idiot, and I I think it just really comes back to what you said earlier on that she just does get mooch off so many people that she just really I think I I think that there had to be some truth to what Rena said in the sense of like maybe something happened with like miscommunication on the the charities side of it so maybe there was some type of email initially sent out saying that Sutton's table is canceled I'm sure Sutton was like oh no honey my can my table's not canceled fixed it and maybe that's and maybe in between all that time, Rena what got a backup plan, which with um with the other um affiliate to to make sure she was going to be at the event, and then somehow she just like I don't know wires crossed. She was like sat at this table and didn't know that it was because Sutton did come through with the money. So maybe like did she think Sutton snuck onto that table? No, I think I think that she probably thought I think that she probably thought that they just placed her still placed her at Sutton's table or something like that because they didn't have enough seats. I don't know something. I do think that there has to be some truth to the cancellation, but I don't think it was on Sutton. I don't think Sutton canceled. I think there might have just been some balls dropped in in paperwork somewhere. 
I don't know. It just seems like because I feel like that's that's such such a crazy thing to just say, like, you you know, that she can prove that. Right. Yeah. Because like I get that Rinna did have she did have. Well, because then, of course, Rinna in her confessional, because she got busted like this in her confessional, she's like, if you are thinking about a receipt when our friend was held up at gunpoint, something is off with your empathy meter. Okay. Meanwhile, she got got that word from Kyle. But also, meanwhile, you have receipts. She's literally holding on. Rinna's whole Rinna came there with receipts. Rinna came there ready. You know, Rinna had them all on her phone ready to go. But then as soon as she lost and as soon as Diana was like, no, 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 that is gross. She's like, yeah, that is horrible. Really tacky can't believe it i'm like don't try to take sutton down like she's being petty right and it's like did you also i'm like did you not communicate with sutton at all about these tickets like where is this you assume that Sutton? like how did you even initially link up with sutton to be a part of her guest list like if a table got canceled wouldn't your first text be like especially like if you're right? invited by the person wouldn't your text be like oh i'm i just got a email from my PR person saying that the table was canceled for Elton's and now, event. And now we're sitting at the IMDb table. Like anything, any type of communication. It, it kind of reminds me of Puppygate where Teddy was like talking through a third party party through like she was in collusion with Lisa allegedly, but she only talked through her Lisa's employee. It's like, it's just so weird to me. You guys aren't directly ever communicating these things. And then all like, and then all of a sudden, all this mess comes about. And like, maybe if everybody would just communicate directly, we we would, everybody would be on the same goddamn page. And again, they're sitting at the same table at the event. Right. And that's why I, for me, that's why I don't understand why Lisa even went down this wormhole at all. I just think that it was dangerous because she knows Sutton was at the event. So at, so she's making an overall claim as if Sutton canceled the table as if she didn't attend the event. Like that's what she initially kind of kind of made it seem like I felt like. Like, yeah, oh, like she yeah, she did invite yes. me. She then canceled last minute. And I had to scramble and get these tickets. But there, nowhere did she then finish. But then I went to the event. I Sutton was there and I sat at the same table as her. So it's like it's 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 just all very confusing for me. And I, I'm sure we will get much more clarity at the reunion. But I mean, I'm I I'm confused because I know and I haven't verified this. I would need to do more research, but. I know I saw a TikTok somewhere saying that, but she was, this account was like, had very little followers. So I don't think it's a credible account at all, but she was saying that there are, there are emails floating around showing a canceled table email for us for Sutton. But I want to look, I saw that like late from last night. Sutton, not from Sutton necessarily, but it's like an email saying that there is a canceled table. So that's her smoking gun. She was well, saying no, like Rinna there... posted receipts saying, oh, so that was Rinna. Okay, OK, yeah, no, Rinna posted a receipt saying that it was from her publicist saying like so, Sutton and canceled that was the table. And now we got to get you on IMDb's uh, table. And that also tracks for me, too, that it could have just possibly been the assistant mis- misunderstanding some an email somewhere where like maybe like sudden because it sounds like you have to 
do a registration. So maybe something and like- that's fine. But then it clearly it was resolved. Correct. Which is why I'm confused because I'm like, but then you but then clearly that was then fixed because you all were sat at the same table, which was clearly Sutton's table. Right. Because she paid for it. I don't know. I, I need I I'm I want both of them in a room again. I agree. About this. Because how did you guys end up sitting at Sutton's table then? Right. And that's if another- you want to say that her table was canceled. Right. How'd you sit at it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And she was and then because like, I'm so glad to because sometimes to actually does come through because Dorit was asking some clarifying questions at the table as well, because she was like, wait, so did Sutton actually go to the event? Okay, and then that's when I feel like Dory was like, okay, we're gonna all we're just all gonna have to scrap this because um, she did go to the event, guys. So Sutton obviously like went to the event. So like the shoot, there was a table, and I Diana's looking like, listen here, I am a part of this charity for real, and not you. And I'm just shut up. And I was invited to like be a little cheeky, which was fine at first. But she has emails. I'm not going to look dumb here. This is a charity that I still want to be affiliated with. So let's drop it, Lisa. Because I feel like when she included Lisa in that both of you comment, it was like she was aware Lisa was going to possibly bring this up and she was going to be kind of a character witness. But when Sutton actually produced some credible documents, she was like, or like making more sense than what Rena maybe explained to her. I feel like she was like, I'm not doing this. She was like, Puppygate, Lisa Vanderpump, changing plans on you in the moment, not going through with plan, not going through with plan, not going through with the plan. (laughs) And uh, then Kyle's like, okay, look, guys, let's just say that like everyone had good intentions. It all ended up working out just fine because, you know, you all went to the event and donated and well, not Lisa, but fine. And Sutton goes, Lisa, you know what it's like to step in it. And I stepped in it. And Lisa's kind of like, yes, I do. And then fucking Erica. Oh, God, the drunk lady. Someone take their aunt home. That's drank too much. <laughs> and goes, where's my apology? And Sutton, thank God, has finally run out of politeness, goes, you're not getting one. And Erica goes, why not? I don't like you. <laughs> it was so quick. It was so quick. It was the timing for me. Brilliant. Because I don't like you. And then Erica's like, it's mutual. And Sutton goes to like shake her hand, which was weird anyway. But then Erica is just disgusting. She goes, never go fuck yourself. Thank God. Sutton retorts and says, you go fuck yourself. And then Kyle's like, oh, my God, guys. Oh, my God, guys, don't talk to you. Don't talk to each other like that. OK, don't talk to each other like that. Oh, my God. Kyle's so dramatic. I know. Um, but this is where Garcelle has like the the relationship Garcelle now has in this group and connection she has in this group is so fabulous because she just like glided through this. She decides I'm leaving. She stands up. She goes, I'm out of here. Like, I, we're just being nasty to be nasty now. And Rena goes, oh, oh I don't want to be nasty. Hold on. No, I'm OK. I'm over it. And then Sutton gets up and she's like, oh, Rena, I adore you. And Garcelle goes, you do? 
<laughs> Sutton's like, I do. And then Garcelle goes over and says, knock it off to Erica. And then she's sitting, she laughs with Kyle. And she's like, if these two over here make up, I'm going to kill myself. Like, and she just kind of, she maintains such a poise, poise. command. And like authenticity too. Yes. Like she's not putting on air. She just genuinely is observing and watching and reacting from an authentic place. And it was fabulous. And that's to me why she has, and it's so hard for people to take a crown when they're only on their third season. Like Kyle's been there since the inception of this show. And I do think that Garcelle is the new queen bee because mm-hmm. she can command every single person in that room and they give her respect. And it was earned. Like she's coming a long way from them ignoring her to now. They like literally she commands a room. And, and it's because I do think she is fair. Sutton is her best friend out of everybody at that table. And she wasn't going to let Sutton get away with that either. Like Sutton, come on. You do not like adore Lisa Rinna. Like, please, like, come on, be real. Like you guys can apologize to each other. You guys can talk about moving forward and trying to salvage your friendship. But in this moment, at this time in your guys, both of your guys life, you do not adore each other. You don't stop it. And I appreciate that because it's like you can't say she's not fair because that's what annoys me about the other ladies. They will not accept the fact that like sometimes like they're they're like full of shit and they're just backing each other like blindly. And it's really frustrating as a viewer because it's like, guys, we're not idiots here. And Garcelle is willing to like call out everybody. So I'm like, it makes me like trust her. Exactly. like when she says something, I like actually trust her because it's like she is like, no, I'm I'm literally t- saying, you know, we love facts. I'm just saying the facts. Exactly. It really it. She isn't afraid to be honest, even if it is like an unpopular opinion and even yeah. if it goes against her, quote, alliance. Absolutely. And I, I that's she's such a breath of fresh air. And let me just say this. If it wasn't for Garcelle in this episode, we might have possibly had another like dud of a season, like the past three seasons. What was the, the first one that started really being annoying was I think it was Puppy Gate. Then it was uh, the Sex Gate. And then it was about to be Charity Gate. Like this was she literally squashed that whole storyline in one like spell. So we would have had more like multiple episodes like of this and or even an entire season. And I'm so happy. I think it like from the trailer, it seems like we're going to have multiple storylines because we got this one out of the way. We got this one out because of the way. When Diana tried to say, like, I think this is classless. I was like, shut up, Diana. Like, don't don't do that, because then if if, if Garcelle hadn't been like, show it, then it's possible they wouldn't have shown it. And it would have been. This long, drawn out bullshit. And it's and it's so stupid. That's why the seasons haven't been so strong for me, because the thing that they're arguing about, it's I don't know. In their world, I guess it's it's huge. In mine, it's not. It's so stupid and petty. And it's like we're fighting over like your free tickets to a charity event. I'm not going to tolerate this the whole season. I'm not. This is an episode. And Garcelle, this is an episode only type fight, bitch. And that is Lisa Rinna was she's like, there goes my fucking storyline. 
Thank God. God. Damn it. Now I got to find a new one. Mm. Oh, and she does now, doesn't she? In that trailer, she sure does. So she's latching onto that damn Kathy Hilton stuff. She's like, all right. And you know what? Like Erica, she's going to go after Erica, too. She's going to pick Erica's drinking for a bit. She's going to choose that. So releasing re- releasing Lisa Rinna without a storyline was more dangerous. So good job, Garcelle. Garcelle, thank you. Thank you for doing the people's work because like, we would have just had to listen because the face Rinna had when when Sutton was going to bring it up, she was like, here it is. This is my moment. I'm going to ride this out. The fact that you would even bring this up, it really wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, it, it was really it was, wasn't. It she was, was just being shady because of the, the thank you thing. It was all she was doing. And Lisa has done worse. Munchausen, anyone? She like, was just teasing you because you didn't. She was just saying the whole thank you bit. That's all it was. But it was you've turned it into something huge because you love to do that. Of course. And I get it. It's a part of your job. You're trying to stay relevant. You're trying to create your storylines. I get it. But like, I was not going to be here for a whole season of it. It was it was perfect. It was a perfect amount of everything I needed because that's what they need to start realizing, like. These stories are more interesting in smaller doses when you keep trying to like stretch it out. I'm like, I, why are we still talking about this? Exactly. Literally a little bit of it is fine. I can't, I can't have like eight episodes of this. Like I cannot like going back to summer house. So over the Austin thing, I was like, how much more can we milk out of this? Exactly. Um, All right. Moving on to Diana. Oh, we get her package and her first line. I live a very big life. Mm -hmm. Like, all right. (laughs) You're like, no, none of that. I'm not. mm -mm. Okay. Okay. Um, And so she was 19 years old. A war broke out. I was a refugee. I went to London. No passport. I was cleaning toilets. Ten years were just survival. She meets her ex-husband, who's an investment banker. And I get it. We love money on our housewives. So everyone's like, she's perfect. She's everything. I think she is going to be a villain. She gives me villain energy. She's not. I think she's going to be good TV. She's interesting, but I in no way don't see what she is. I think she's she looks like she's done some dirty, dirty shit to get her money. Yeah, Um, I'm excited. Yeah, to see it all unfold, though. Uh, Asher is 33. He's 15 years younger. Um, They have a new baby. It is very bizarre, but you know what? It's a new day. So fuck it. Didn't Halle Berry have a kid at like 45? Yeah, no, I mean, it's happening. We're we're in a new I mean, I'm happy, though. I'm I'm happy that women are able to have children later in life. If you got Um, the money, do it. Yeah, I just always find it's so it's more strange for me when it's like other siblings involved because then the siblings become they're so far apart that they they don't have that like siblingness. They become bond. like parents almost. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll get a lot from her, I'm sure. But then the last scene, Kyle goes to Sutton's store. And Sutton's like, you know, they finally lifted a little bit of the travel restrictions so that my designer can come in. So I'm going to throw a little party. 
Um, and we're going to do, instead of an American in Paris, we're going to do a Parisian in America, you know, cause I'm such a Francophile. And Kyle's like, what? And she's like, you know, American who loves France. Okay. And then we get into this conversation and Sutton did something very similar to, to this last season. So remember the, I don't see color conversation last season. Yeah. And when she realized she was losing that conversation, she busted out the white lady tears. Yes. So when, when, when she started to, when, when Crystal was like, wait, hold on. Don't, you're, don't tell me you don't see color. Don't tell me you're that girl. Yeah. And Sutton went, I, I don't see color. God, like, why are you that crying? Sound, that sound bite. Why are I'm you so, crying? I'm Sutton? sorry. When I heard Sutton say that, I burst out laughing because it is such a like, like defensive. Like it's, but it's just like comical too. Like I don't though. I'm like I okay. Don't. Then what the hell do you see <laughs> when you look at me? I'm definitely brown. Like she like crying. crying. Like I don't see, bitch. Yes, you do. Like I do. Everyone does. So, so here we go again. So Kyle's like, I want to bring up like, is something going on with you? Because it was just a little strange the way you acted after the whole like Dorit thing happened. Like we just came off of finding out that our friend was held up at gunpoint and you were like, oh my God, I've been putting out fires like my you know, my designer's coming in. Like, I can't get my designer in from Paris. And Sutton's like, well, I- I'm sorry, I was working. Okay. I was having a very busy day. And Sutton and Kyle's still like, whoa, okay. Like, you're, that's kind of freaking me out that you're like still doubling down. Like, you were like, sorry, I wasn't held up at gunpoint. And Sutton goes, that's weird. That's weird that you would even, <sighs> that's weird. <laughs> like, and like Kyle's like okay hold on let's back up <laughs> like, um what and then Sutton just goes Kyle stop it stop it right now and Kyle's like I'm telling you the truth like this is like something's got to be going on with you she's like I don't do well with guns I don't do well with burglaries and Kyle's like no one does and she's like my house was burglarized when I was 14 my father shot himself is this what you want Jesus Christ and I'm like girl don't like I'm sorry. I'm not buying that you're now traumatized. And that's why you're responding with this. Way. Yeah, no, I'm not buying it either. She's actually giving me very much Erica vibes whenever she gets caught up in stuff like she gets that. Is it a Southern thing? Like you just it, start. It's like a Southern white lady thing. Yeah. Like you just start throwing out anything that's happened to you in life. Like I stubbed my toe once guns. I like just like throwing things to the wall, seeing that, like looking to see like what she's going to latch on to to get you out of this like predicament. But it's like what you said earlier, Emily, all Sutton had to do is say, I mean, I, again, she's too afraid to be the villain. You can't like, that's the problem. She's like, if she says that she actually has doubts that Dorit um, was like, not actually like this was a PR center or something. 
she will become the villain. And they would have latched onto that because Kyle would have absolutely immediately gone back. She already set, she already kind of set the the groundwork for it by telling PK and Dorit in the car what Sutton said. So like she would have immediately went back. Like not only did she, was she insensitive to you, Dorit, during our conversation, she's now accusing you guys of like faking your robbery and it would have been a whole thing. But, but then, and then, and then like she kind of takes a long pause and goes, no, not seeing it. Sutton is weird. There's just no other way around it. In the preview for next week, they released, you know, they always release like a seven minute preview and Kyle Sutton's not there, but Kyle tells the rest of the girls. She's like, okay, I had a weird conversation with Sutton and uh, tells them the whole, like, sorry, I wasn't held up at gunpoint. Sorry, I didn't have a gun to my head. Um, and obviously they're like, what? But Garcelle's like, I let's, let's have this conversation with Sutton. So hopefully she can defend herself. But I'm like, that I can't, yes, let's please have it with Sutton. Cause I also would like to see how she defends herself because Kyle gave her the, an opportunity to defend herself and she didn't do a great job. No, maybe she thought about it more. So she's like, I hope like- so. Because I posted, um, a cl- I, I like pieced together just Sutton's responses in that scene. I made it, I, it was actually really funny. Just Sutton's responses. Cause she was like, I was working. And then no, she's yeah, like, I saw it. Kyle. it was- but then fucking everybody, because here's the problem. And this is my PSA to what? all of my fans, my fans, my followers. Um, you were right. You're, I'm getting, <laughs> <laughs> um, we get too worried about saying one bad thing about someone that when, when we're like on, when we're like on teams, you know, right. Like. Every, I got people being like, this is a trauma response. Sutton is definitely responding as a trauma victim. I'm like, no, she's not. I'm sorry. Like, it's okay to admit that Sutton is maybe being weird and wrong. And I, I, I just, I had to, first I turned off comments and then I just deleted the post altogether. Cause I was like, I'm just giving me too much anxiety that no. like, no, no, honestly, like, I agree with you though, Emily. Like I, again, I don't, I, she's on the, my Sutton's on my median, but it's definitely one of those things where she had a feeling about something with the whole Dorit thing. She didn't want to outright say it. Yeah. And Sutton has this thing that she does when she doesn't like something like she just blurts things out, like ugly leather pants. And it's like just whatever. And, and I don't even think like it's not, she's just saying something, something to throw at the wall. And then is she like realizes like, oh, that was a dumb thing to say. And then she doesn't know how to like get out of it. And she just needs to work on when she says something to just live in why she said that instead of trying to like create these weird stories of why she said it. Like it doesn't it, like, she just needs to be more honest in her feelings. She needs to be okay with being with feeling how she feels like instead of, and, and not being afraid of these ladies and what they're, they're going to do or how they're going to um, come back at her. Cause I think that's what she's, she just doesn't want to be the next person that's going to be the center villain and that they're going to try to take down all season. And I get it, but like, can't live a scared game because she like teases the game. It's yeah. like, she, it's like, don't start it at all. 
Yeah. If you can't finish it. I agree. Because like Garcelle won't start it. Absolutely not. Stays where she stays. She's more of an observer. Until you, but if you say something about her, she will, she'll, she'll come at you. She, but she's never the aggressor. She's, but because she sits back and I think that's the, the, the wise thing about it is she is observing and she's careful in her language. That's where Sutton, Sutton has no poker face. No, none. She's terrible. And so she like has all these tells like she was squirming so much and yeah. was so bizarre. And instead of communicating what she's really thinking, she's just giving all these other weird tells that are confusing. And when she busted out, my dad shot himself. I was like, okay, honey, if, if you really were trigger, triggered by the word gun or the thought of guns, you wouldn't have said, sorry, I didn't have a gun to my head. I And I do agree. I hate when people weaponize their actual real traumas to get their way. It's unfair because it doesn't yeah. leave room for you to be able to say anything to them yeah. because they're going to use that. They're going to use that weapon. My dad shot himself. Oh, I'm not allowed to talk to you anymore because I didn't have a dad. My dad's alive and I my dad didn't shoot himself. And I don't understand that. And I don't understand how that may affect you. So now I'm no longer to have allowed to have my feelings anymore. I do love I do like Sutton. So. I'm hoping. And the thing is, I don't know, is this is like becoming a pattern with Sutton for me in the beginning of the season. She, yes. always, she always puts her foot in her mouth. And I'm like, am I going to like, I mean, she, she she's not doing it so much so bad for me this season. Like last season, I was really unsure if I was going to like Sutton. Uh-huh. Um, I now kind of getting to know her more. I think that she will figure out how to come back from this and grow from this because even with the Erica stuff last season, she was so unsure of herself. She was, she was unable to like defend herself. Now she, it's like, she needs, it's like, she needs practice. So like she has to go through like a really like get beat up, get get beat up, become stronger. And now she's like, she's not scared of Erica at all this season. She's able to go to toe to toe. She's like, Erica says something. She says something right back. She without flinching. She's like, I don't like you. Like, (laughs) I love you. Yes. And it's like, but last season she would have, she would have cried, recoiled and ran away. And I'm leaving. Like, no, 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 I'm leaving. Like, so I, I think she's I think she's learning how slowly learning. And I'm glad she is really good friends with Garcelle because I think Garcelle helps her to just be more in her own truth and shake off some of those old bad habits of like pretending and faking, which I do think is like a southern thing where you kind of put on two faces, which is not does not really work quite well here because people are always trying to like tear like figure out if you're lying or if you're being deceptive in some way and expose you. So she has to like be better. (laughs) She has to just, she has to be better. She has to be better or she's. And clearly they're all fine now because they went to like fest. They're all hanging out, going to festivals together, like Kyle and Sutton. I think Dorit went too. Okay. I I mean, I figured because like, but Kyle and Dorit, it's so easy to get back on their good side because they never, they're also people that play a scared game too. They never, they'll get in the mix kinda, but they don't ever really want to be 
on the outs with anybody. They don't really because they have a lot of shit in their closets. They don't want exposed. They're always like they're they'll be in some drama here and there. They might argue with somebody, but then they're like, you know what? Let's resolve it. Like now she reads best friends with Garcelle. Not best, you know, but another she's bummer. Like, another bummer, too, is that the drama we're going to see between um, uh, Erica and Rinna mm-hmm. is like point and and Erica and Kyle mm-hmm. is pointless because they're, they're friends. all friends now. I know. That's the one sucky part about social media sometimes is like there's no stakes for me in that because because I, you know, spoil I'm spoiled by following these people and seeing that they are clearly hanging out. Well, at least we know. And then now we know. Erica and Garcelle are clearly not on good terms, but things always like that's why reunions are always I think I think I tend to love reunions the most because that happens so close to like in real time, like they don't film it until like mid mid to late late season. So it's more everything there is more authentic and fresh to what's currently happening happening. So that's why I think I like I think that that is why I'm like, can we just get to the reunion? Because I need to actually yeah, and know they like re- and they reopened the wounds from yeah. when they were filming. I was like, I just need to know what's happening right right now. No, like, I agree with that. Yeah. All right. That's the end of that. It was good, though. I'm I'm really enjoying the season so far. And we have we still haven't met. We It's so exciting because we've already gotten a lot happening. We have the robbery that the Elton thing is already happening. And, you know, there's so much more to come. There's even more people that we haven't seen yet. We still Kathy still has to, to join the, the squad and we're going to have drama with that. And then we still have um, Will Sheree. Smith. Sheree, yeah, Will Smith's uh, first wife. We have Cherie, we have, um, we have uh, Rena coming for Erica's drinking. Mm-hmm. We have Rena coming for Kathy saying some mysterious thing about Kyle. I which- did, I did read that Kyle, I don't know how true it is that Kyle and Kathy are back on speaking terms. Yes, because they are, because of um, Kyle's friend who committed suicide. Whoa. You didn't know that? No. Oh, my God. That's why they're talking again. Didn't know. Yes. Trigger warning, obviously. Um, Yeah. Kyle's like childhood friend, one of her oldest friends um, in the last year and a half started struggling with depression and Uh and died from depression last week or the week prior. Um, And so Kyle obviously um, was heartbroken. But uh, Kathy and Kim also knew this friend because obviously they all grew up together. Yeah. And so that, that reopened lines of communication. Oh, that's so sad. <sighs> I know. Um, and it just, I think Andy asked about, about the relationship on watch what happens live. Mm-hmm. And, and Kyle only clarified that, that Kathy and, and her were talking again. And Andy was like, what about Kim? And Kyle was like, yeah, Kim and I are always like on and off. So we're talking again. But like, you know, <laughs> the relationship is so tumultuous. I mean, it's see like it's I don't know how healthy it would be <laughs> for Kim, but like I are we not like wanting a Kim resurgence? I, yes or no. Because I'm like, yes, I'm, but I'm I don't sorry. think I don't think I don't think Kathy and Kyle want will allow it. I think she's so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I think that they are like kind of like shielding her from that okay I mean and I literally her. think they're blocking her from that I hope and you know what 
that is a, that's actually amazing to hear because it really shows that they actually care more about their family than than the show. I, I think you're putting a nicer spin on it than I meant. Let me rephrase. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Um, you know, Kim tried to write a tell-all book. Okay. Did you know about this? No, but I oh. mean, I'm not shocked. Oh, oh God, guys, if I am dropping tea, then let me tell you things. Okay. <laughs> Kim wrote, it's done. Kim wrote a book and she's been trying to get it released for a while now. It's been delayed like three times. The right, the ghost writer that helped her write the book uh, had to sue Kim because Kim was like not paying her. Because Kim was a mess, of course. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Try, can you imagine trying to sit Kim down to write a book? I I don't know how that worked. Yeah, not at all. So, uh, but Kathy and Kyle have been blocking it from its release because of the shit that Kim wrote in it. Um, my my take on it is, and I know everyone's very defensive of Kim. I loved Kim for a period of time, but. I think that we as Bravo fans sometimes glamorize toxic people because we think they're good TV, but we, we really fail to realize the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And Kim is a very fucked up woman. Yeah. And no, like, yeah, you're right. Like she, her sense of reality is not accurate. And so as much as Kyle is an awful person to like there, I don't blame Kyle as much as everyone else does. I blame their mom. Oh, uh, yeah. Big Kath. Yeah. Big Kathy is a dysfunctional woman who I mean, Kyle's the she youngest. Was, she was pretty much kind of pimping out her kids. Yeah. And and like Kyle had to basically grow up too fast. And Kim was an untreated addict that was and that big Kathy didn't want to talk. We just don't talk about it. We just don't talk about it. So it's like, OK, but like that's my sister and I'm the youngest sister and I have to just like pretend this isn't happening. And they totally enabled Kim to like run amok. And that's like, so Kyle has her own version of issues and had her own coping mechanisms. And she turned into a bitch to her sister a lot of the time. However, she, it turns out Kim was, um, Kyle was paying Kim's rent and like bought her homes and like, financially supporting Kim for years, even while they were on the show and didn't ever bring it up. And so when Kim was like insulting Kyle and saying stuff like you stole my house and whatnot, Kyle wasn't saying all the things to protect Kim and still to this day won't. And so as much as I get Kyle is not without fault, Kim was delusional. Yeah. And so I think she put a lot of those things in the book. And and like stuff about like their upbringing that weren't accurate. And so they've blocked its release a few times. And so I have a feeling that if they were to let Kim do TV, she would say shit that was just rogue and like not accurate. So Kathy and Kyle are keeping her from having a platform. Yeah. For their own sake. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, some of the like, I mean, remember when she thought she was pregnant when she was like 60 with that crazy guy that was like, where did she find that man? (laughs) It's the grossest looking, sleaziest man. 
She's like, and he wasn't she goes, even she goes, rich. She, she was goes, like, I'm going to have a baby. Like I was, I, that was when I was like, guys, she might need to not be on the show anymore. Like this is like insane. Like when that whole relationship happened, like this man was literally a con artist. He had not one dime to his name and he was like pretty much what's when they like an abuser, like takes you and not takes you, but like cuts you off from like your family. Isolating. Yeah. Isolating. Like that was this, that was happening and we were watching it happen. Like it was scary. And the hard part for Kyle is that people who were like, anti-Kyle because that's what happens on reality TV right was it was like Kyle let Kim live her life she's happy and it's like no no guys this is truly like an emergency like she's like we're watching like her kids don't like this guy no one likes this guy this isn't just like Kyle being a bitch this is like yeah this is like real shit 911 yeah this and she was she was targeted she's unstable and not completely there because of the, the 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 substance abuse and he preyed on that and it's really it kind of reminds me of that show dirty john that like it would just frustrate me that like the like the, your kids are like when your kids are telling you everyone in your life is telling you like maybe some and and i guess that's how teresa's people were feeling for a moment with her guy but yeah i <sighs> I was, I was, I did, um, Jamie Stein's podcast who he's, um, an empath and an intuitive and he mm-hmm. like drops in to Bravo liberties and like gets instincts and feelings about what's going on. And he actually doesn't think he doesn't get a bad feeling from Louie mm-hmm. and I'll explain. And it actually, like, he made an interesting point. He's like, all of his exes are smart, like, like book smart like one of them is a therapist like she's like now she focuses on like narcissistic abuse and the other one who's now dating David is like a doctor and like then there's Teresa who's like more like simple-minded and rather than it being like a way for him to manipulate because everyone's doing the comparison to Brooks and he made a good point he's like with Brooks I got the feeling that Brooks didn't want to be a good person right as where Louis seems like he actually wants to be a good person. Right. Which I get that. Like he's always doing like retreats and shit and like trying to like be a good person. And maybe with like Teresa, who's so like she, all she wants is to please a man. She's so old school. That's how she was raised. Right. That it might actually be a good match. Yeah. I mean, that's my, that's been my dilemma too, Emily. I see like everything on paper sounds terrible and I, and his, in his vibe. Yeah. But I do have this, like, there's, it's like, I don't, I do have, it does feel different than a lot of these other guys that we've seen come through that are complete con artists. It's almost like it more so reminds me of, I think maybe we've said this before. I feel like we have Slade. Like where, like where he has like done like, like weird stuff. But at the end of the day, him and Gretchen are still together. And it was, it just happened. He just happened to find his like match. Yeah. Like, I I think that's, I think that's a better comparison now. Yeah. 
And it's like, do you want to be with the a Slade type of guy? No, no. But, but I mean, it works it makes for them. Happy. It, it works for them. Like, like Heidi Montag and uh, Spencer Pratt. Like, it, like sometimes there are certain people that, like, I guess this like that. Like, it's corny. Like everybody has like their person. Like even like bad people may yeah. have their their person. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't so, know. It, it is, it, she, he just might have like found the right one yeah for him but we will see kathy this season i knew it last season i know everyone was so in love with kathy and yes she gave us some great moments but i knew all the editors had to do was slightly turn the lens and we'd see the real kathy so i'm not surprised that we're gonna get a different oh i am not surprised at all like even as much as i found her hilarious last season uh, my cousin always says this too she's like guys Kathy is like borderline like says like some like crazy off-color things and we the thing is the way that they edited last season did it comically but you like what you said turning the lens in a different way honestly some of these things like when Kathy with like ourselves having that moment last season about like has anybody here ever felt like you're not don't belong or whatever. And Catherine, like she had like, oh, I was I was it was they made it comical. But really, like that is who she is as a person. She is not in tune. She's had an insane amount of money for most of her life now. She like she's just not I mean. I'm not surprised at all at all by this I w- I'm not shocked so I'm more so shocked that people actually went against like, I was more shocked that people held her feet to the fire because they were they get so like d- drunk off of people who are like uber wealthy that they allow good edits or like allow uh like the the cast will allow them to get away with stuff but I was actually shocked that anyone had the like balls to like call her out so I didn't I was more so shocked by them calling her out than actually what she did so I'm happy that you've got Rena and Erica who can go rogue like Rena is willing to do anything yeah and Erica truly has nothing to lose what the hell does she care if Kathy Hilton likes her right and it's like she's going she has Erica has such like crazy things happening to her that if I was her too, I guess I would be trying to shed any light on anybody else doing something <laughs> terrible. Totally. She's and and I actually, and I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but when the trailer, when um when Kyle says something like, Okay, so the reason because you got attacked all of last year, that's why you're coming for Kathy. And Erica goes, Yes, it is actually. I was like, Well, I kind of respect that. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I mean, I have, I, I have nothing good to say about Erica, but I. That's mean, what that is. What we've been talking about. It's not it has nothing to do with like being on Erica's side, but that it, that like honestly, if you're gonna do it, be honest about what you're that's doing. That's it. That's it. I we respect it when you're upfront about it. Yeah, that's why Marge lost my respect when she when she at the reunion was like. I was doing it to help Louie. Yeah, I know you weren't. I, and she she really tried it. And she's only, it only she's only really kind of maybe getting away with that narrative because Louie was so like, yeah, no, 
like she he was like completely back down. He was like, I understand why you did everything you did, Marge. And like was completely just like hands up in the air. Like, I'm not fighting you on this. I'm and after after you. I've discussed it with a couple other people, I realized um, they helped me figure out that they're like, he's playing the game, too. Oh, no, I 100 percent knew exactly what he was doing. I, and and, I and was Teresa's like, just incapable of playing the game. That's why she's like, ah, no, don't do that. But Louie's like, no, 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 we got to. Oh, this. I 100 percent knew what he was doing. I 100 percent respect it. Because if you're going to be on the show, if it seems like they are going to continue to be on the show and Bonos to the our suggestion of her, like maybe bowing out gracefully, um, he's going to have to he's go, he he saw what he looked like. And that's what I look what you look like, guys, on TV <laughs> and learn from it and do he, something about it. He saw and he said, my tactic was all fucking wrong. I'm going to do a. I'm going to do a 180. I'm going to go in and everyone's going to think I'm going to be defensive. Teresa's doing what she's doing. I'm going to let her, she can do whatever she wants to do. This is what I'm going to do. And it's going to, everyone is going to be caught the fuck off guard. It's like when Jen, when um, Marge came at Jen and saying, well, your husband had an affair and she just said uh, it was with a therapist, whatever it was. Pharmaceutical rep, you fucking idiot. And it's like, when you just freaking say, say what they like, the truth, literally the truth or, or, or don't be combative. It throws the other person off because they were ready to be combative. So their next thing was to be, was another argument. And now they, they are, you've just disarmed them. They have nowhere to go. Cause now if they don't go along with what you've done, they look like the asshole. And now she had to be like, I was, you know, you know, I was like, not, I was, I'm on your, I'm on your side. (laughs) No, you weren't, you liar, but good try. The literal, like the, the thing you said at the finale was I was right about Siggy. I was right about Danielle and I'll be right about Louie. So did you, did you mean that? Or did you mean you were trying to help Emily? Good callback. Good call. I don't back. think I don't think I can take credit for that. I think I saw I think I saw people in the comments saying that I'm giving you the credit. I'll take it. I'll take it. Good call. I love that. Like, I forgot about that. Like, Marge. Yeah, that's oh, that's such a oh, I wish. Oh, I wish that they somebody had said that in the freaking mo- if Teresa was more on her fucking that's game. the problem is Teresa has no communication skills. So instead, she's like, don't hug her. Don't yeah. touch her. Don't touch him. And I like and that was again, like I t- talked about last time we were um, uh, on your pod. Uh, that's why Teresa in the beginning, when Melissa and Joe got on, no one was on her side because she doesn't understand how to communicate why she's feeling the way she's feeling. And I'm like, I, I could I knew what she was trying to say, but I knew she wasn't communicating it properly. And yep. but now that everybody is going to be able to see through all her like anger, rage and just like idiotic like sentences that she formulates, you know, so there's that also real quick. Um, I forgot to, I meant to bring this up when we were talking about the last thing for summer house, but I just really wanted to say it. I was going to message you about it, but I wanted to say it on the pod because I meant to say it on the pod when we did summer house. Why didn't we talk about them not, um, editing Alex out? Like, why was that not like, the oh movie? yeah, they didn't even like, bring that up. That really pissed me off. We just pretend like that didn't happen. That's a, hmm. 
They didn't even mention they didn't. it. No, they didn't. I like, I, I think I thought they were going to mention it in part two and then it didn't happen. And so much other stuff happened then. And then I forgot about it. And then I'm like, no, like we really didn't talk about that. We, I really thought they were going to address that. They completely made up that he wasn't there one weekend. Okay. Like, okay. And that they still haven't like, can they explain to us just for the viewers, like, peace of mind why they would do that Yeah, like I feel gaslit by them can they just like release a statement like okay is it a contract issue is it like a there's a weird thing for some reason that particular weekend I don't know what was happening was he wearing a costume that you couldn't show on camera that like right. you didn't have clearance for or something I don't know it's just really but, weird because like that maybe that I would believe like was I don't know because I feel like it's not like they took because he isn't like one shot the next morning. Like he's in yeah. one quick frame. So it's I, I I agree. I actually thought of that this morning. That's funny. You, you mentioned that. I was like, yeah. they didn't even bring that up. Yeah, I was. I was like, what the fuck? They did not bring. And I was really I was actually one of the things I was really looking forward for them because I think I had thought about it because. I was just thinking about all the people that really didn't speak much like Luke didn't really. I think Luke said two Luke words said nothing. And then Andre even get a package. I think he got like a blimp. Like, I don't think he got a package. I think he got like a tiny little. I don't even know. The only thing I can really remember is when they were talking. It wasn't really about Luke, but he just got brought into it when Paige was trying to make. Or somebody was saying that Paige brought up the whole um, Lindsay rumor. Carl said that and then to Paige and then Paige retorted and then Luke was like you guys did grill me and that was like but I think then the most you spoke I and then something about like Maya and him why aren't you guys dating or something like that yeah I I guess that I think that was about it and there might have been one other thing I can't quite put my finger on it I can't remember I like don't like, yeah, he definitely if we were going to he did not make an impact. Yeah. Well, and and the thing is. I mean, after the whole Hannah Hannah thing, it's like he kind of like it's almost like he had to like take several seats. And like steps back or whatever, and I I hope that he I think he's going to he definitely has to do something next season because I don't like I don't like he won't get asked back like like he he was he barely, barely did he, anything this season. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like I think the most that we ever got interaction with Luke from Summer House this past season was in his confessionals, like when he was commenting on other people. That's like and, the most we got from him. And actually, I held some space for him this season because he did an interview uh, at the top of the season saying that, you know, during filming, he was going through a lot. There was a lot of family drama back home. Oh, no. And I was we were going to, quote, see a lot. Uh, see a different side of him this season he was going through a lot with his family so maybe it was edited out clearly it was because we didn't see it um but I was expecting to see more from Luke and I didn't get to see it um and now I'm like I actually to be honest I came around on Luke this season though the when he like the way he came for Austin was funny yeah no I mean I, I I've never I personally have never disliked Luke. Oh, I did. I was like, I never did. What I, is the point of this guy? 
I never disliked him. I thought that, I mean, his whole shtick with like the whole like ruggedness was getting tired for me. But honestly, I didn't like mind him. I just felt like whatever. He's a guy that just like is good looking and he's capitalizing off of it and he's young and that's what he's doing. And he's on a TV show. Like I wasn't like bothered by it. It's like what most people do. I just feel like I think maybe I also double down on like not being bothered by him because I so clearly saw what Hannah was doing, which was like like pretending like this relationship was much more to her, like her friends or like just like painting this like picture and like going back and like being like he's doing all this to me and then like being with him and then like making the whole house hate him. And I'm like, come on, guys, like he's single. He's allowed to have sex with his roommate if he wants. You guys have all done it. Like, relax. I don't know. I still just didn't. I thought he brought nothing to the table. You didn't think so? Like, I feel like he did his first season. I feel like I saw a lot more of him, like his first season. And then it just like progressively got smaller. What did he bring his first season? Now that I think about it, I don't know. I think he's like, I'm the hot guy that flirts with people. But it's like, I'm not flirting with you. That's in your head. I'm like, okay, this is not a personality. Well, you know, I don't think it's like he brought necessarily brought it anything. It just seems like all of the girls, except for, like it just seemed like Hannah was obsessed with him. So we just got a lot of him. And then all of the girls hated him, especially Amanda. She had this like seething hate for him. So it was like I kept seeing a lot of him and then he would have to defend himself. And then he'd be like, you're yelling at a girl. And I'm like, oh, my God. But she did just like say he's a piece of shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was weird. I really hate this topic. I'm sorry. Luke can... sucks. Okay. I'm not going to say he sucks, but say it. No. <laughs> make right. make... We, we have to end on a better note than Luke. Okay. 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 We have to end on a better note. Um, um let's um, talk about, um, 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 Southern so- charm. Oh yeah. That's better. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm very excited for it. I'm like very giddy for it. I am too, actually. Um, I I'm very disappointed though that they didn't show more of Leva, but someone right. pointed out, you know what? I was like yesterday years old when I learned that the that the trailer, like the initial trailer, mm-hmm. is only the first half of the season, and the mid-season trailer is the second half. Did you know that? No, because I was upset because, you know, at the finale, the last day of filming Southern Charm, they there was this big drama and Leva unfollowed half the cast. Right. I knew that. Yeah. Posted that cryptic thing. Like if people don't support you, then, you know, cut them out of your life. And so I was expecting to see some clips from that in the trailer. But then people posted uh, or commented on my post saying that, like, oh, no, no, that's just because this is the first half i mean that makes and I said what i didn't know that well i was gonna say that makes sense because i'm like we don't really see a lot of well we don't see a lot of um uh, sh- uh what sorry what is will smith's first wife's name again sheree sheree we don't see anything i haven't really seen any that many clips of her either so that i feel like she's not gonna have much of a presence until the second half either and you do you see it tiny tease of Kathy but I think that they just really want to keep us but yeah you're right like I guess they really do I didn't really think about that because I need to know what Craig and Austin 
are fighting about what they do. I have a feeling the Craig and Austin fight. I have a feeling that that was trickery and editing. I have a feeling that that is going to be a playful boy fight. I felt the same way, too, because he's like, like, say you're sorry, say you're sorry. You know what I mean? I have a feeling it's going to not be a big deal. I kind of feel that way, too. I I hope it's something more interesting than the Shep, the Shep Austin fight will yeah. be that's real but the i have a feeling the craig austin fight is just them adding it in to make it seem dramatic and i know yeah. gonna, i feel like we're gonna be let down yeah i don't yeah i mean they're obviously fine now like they just went on that pillows and beer tour thing and they proceeded just to get blackout drunk at basically every show does austin actually sell beer like i just feel like <laughs> okay this is why I'm, this is why i'm asking because <laughs> I'm not trying to be shady. I swear. I'm really curious because I just feel like I see poor Kyle out here just really hawking this like lover boy stuff with all his fucking might. Right. All his fucking might. Like every like have I've I've not seen somebody work so hard to make sure his shits everywhere like he is there. They have he has a whole cast support and, and drinking it in every shot. Like remember when Summer House first started and it was all about Whispering Angel and they would always have like big bottles of Whispering You're Angel, right, like the big magnums. Yeah. Now it's like anytime you really see them drinking, they're always drinking a lover boy. And I'm like, yes, thanks for supporting. But like, I feel like like if I was like Austin, I came on like Summer House, I'd be like, here's my beer. Like he doesn't talk about his business, even like um, Craig. I even I hear him talking about his pillows and stuff like that. I don't really see Austin talking about his beer. <laughs> so I would love to see the sales. I agree. I agree. He is like the least successful of all the yes. businesses no. that have been birthed. Jax's with his ch- Mima oh, cheese. We we do not count Jax. The Mima cheese, the Mima beer cheese. That what happened to that? Dude, like, Nothing. Like, um, I yeah. guess I should wrap this up. This has been a long. How long have we been doing this? Uh, two and, two and, half and a half hours. hours. Okay, we're on. But most of the most of the end of it's just us talking. So, <laughs> okay, bye everybody. Bye bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you wouldn't mind, could you do a little rate and review? Maybe even subscribe? All of the above? If not, hey, I get it. No pressure. I'm also on Buy Me A Coffee. Buy Me A Coffee is a great way for content creators to get some monetary support from their followers. And it's just very easy. Buymeacoffee.com slash She Speaks Bravo. The link is also in my Instagram bio. And of course, if you're not already, please follow me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. Not going to lie. I just post the exact same stuff on both platforms. So no need to follow both. But um, love you guys. Mean it. And I'll see you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.